The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Welcome to Journey into the Light, Chapter 2, a program which strives to bring about awareness and awakening, the practice of living in the present, to feel joy, to feel reconnected to loved ones and your future. Now, here's your host, Psychic Little T, and Nashville's astrologer, Jennifer Green. And Psychic Little T is not with us tonight uh, due to a previous engagement she could not get out of, but we're here with your host, Psychic, or uh, Nashville's (laughs) astrologer, Jennifer Green. Hi, everyone, and welcome to tonight's show. It is an awesome show. It is Valentine, so this is our first Valentine's Day special. So make for sure if this is your first time, go ahead, like, subscribe, and follow. And we also have a chat room on ParaXRadioNetwork.com. You guys can come in and give us some chats over there. And and we're also giving free readings, as always. And the number you can call in to have your reading live here on the air is 484-326-2804. Or we also can cut it down at 484, huge, huge boat, four. No, huge boat, oh, no. four. Huge, huge boat, oh, four. So 484-326-2804. So we're going to have a great show. We have, we're we're going to have some history, and we're also going to put in some questions about love, and uh, we have a lot to talk about. Happy Valentine's Day, Rock. Why, thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. Thank you. How's your day going? My day is going. <laughs> that's, that's always good. You, you know you're as long have, as we're you, going. You know you're going to have a bad day when you jump out of bed and miss the floor. Ah, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. So we got some, some interesting stuff that we're going to talk about today. You got some history for us about Valentine's. So if anyone's curious why where Valentine's Day started that's, at, that's you guys right. Turn- we'll, we'll wait a few minutes um, for some some more people to tune in and listen in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys behind before we got on, I was asking Rock, and if you guys don't know, um, Rock, you've been married for how many years now? One hundred and twenty-seven. <laughs> One hundred and twenty-seven years <laughs> in his marriage, and so I asked him. I said. What are you guys doing today for Valentine's Day? Because I think it was maybe your birthday or her birthday, and you guys had this, this it was like a love fest. And I admire it so much. I wanted to share it for other people to hear that it is real, it, it does exist. And Rock, you're kind of living proof of it. Well, well, it, it, she makes it easy. Aw. Yeah. That's so sweet. Happy Valentine's Day, Rock's wife. she's probably going to bed we um we've been married 48 years um next year will be our 49th anniversary and uh our 50th anniversary of meeting wow that's amazing so i'm curious it went by so fast so did you know you wanted to marry her as soon as you met her no no. No. Um, she apparently knew I was the one. Oh. And, um, and we hit it off when we met. I went to visit somebody in the hospital, and the the person that I went to visit was a friend of mine and had the whole game or the whole plan was for 
her to introduce me to this this girl. And I was home on convalescent leave from the Air Force. I went to visit and in uniform, and she said as soon as I walked in the door, she knew I was this. She told me this years later that she knew she knew I was the one and you know I I didn't I mean I just I just knew that we hit it off especially conversationally you know when usually you go to visit somebody in the hospital you talk you say hi how are you that's nice it's been a nice visit okay see you around mm-hmm. you know we ended up staying there for a, an hour or more long after visiting hours out by the elevators her sitting on the on the radiator <laughs> and me kind of like just standing there, just talking and talking and talking, endless talking. We never ran out of things to talk about. Yes. And that was that was one of the first things that was like, this is an open line of communication. And then she picked me up the next day at the, uh, we, we I walked up to a place called the Anderson House Restaurant. She picked me up in a little Corvair and we spent the day together and I met her parents and um, then I had to go back. You know, my leave was over, had to go back, and we just, we just wrote. And um, I would call and, and spent my entire monthly income on, <laughs> on phone calls. And we just, we just that communication was what, and then, you know, it, it was it, hard, hard to explain, but it was like it had been planned for 10,000 years. Everything was falling into place perfectly. And here we are, 48 years later, still a couple of kids in love. You know, Rock, I got to tell you something. I think she just got you for the uniform. <laughs> you was in your... <laughs> that was all. The well, power of the uniform is powerful to a woman. The you tuxedo her, effect, ladies, is real. You ask her what, what her song is, <laughs> and she'll tell you it was by the Shirelles, Soldier Boy. Ah, <laughs> There you go. It's all, it's all about the uniform. There's definitely some magic in uniforms. I call it the tuxedo effect on girls. <laughs> doesn't matter. Just you, long Guys, as long as you're wearing a tuxedo, she'll love you, and you're already starting out as a 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So I, you know, I just, um, I understand when, you know, people come to the end of their, their life here on Earth, or as the as the years are dwindling down to whatever's left, you start to think about you know, will I be able to go on, mm-hmm. or will she be able to go on? Well, yeah, she'll be fine. It's usually when when the woman dies first, the guy, the husband usually follows shortly thereafter. When the mm-hmm. husband dies first, the woman goes on for decades. <laughs> <laughs> And I have heard this before. And I, I got to comment on something for all our listeners. For um, the most important thing in inside a relationship with anyone is, is communication. And when you can communicate, just like 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 Rock said, as soon as they talked, it just it just carried on and it never stopped. That's the that's the relationship you want to keep closer because when you can get intrigued in your mind and the conversations that push pull energy. That's what you want to look for the conversation. It's so very special to have that type of conversation because it never ends. And sense of humor. Yes. Absolutely. You got to have a sense of humor. I told her I had a chicken or a hen, actually. (laughs) Told her I had a hen that could count her own eggs. She was a mathema chicken. (laughs) (laughs) 
Keep her, keep her laughing. So if you could give one advice to the listeners right now, to the guys that's listening in for their ladies to, to keep a, a, a happy marriage for so long, what do you think, what do you, what would your advice you would give? Um, there is nothing that she could do. And I, when I say nothing, I mean nothing that is not worthy of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. None of us are perfect. None of us ever will be. None of us are capable of walking on water. And there's nothing that cannot be forgiven because we are capable of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I had this conversation earlier. None of us is perfect. At the end of the day, we are all human beings. We all take one step at a time. And I, I definitely agree. Forgiveness is, forgiveness is so important. So you guys heard it first from Rock. What's keeping his marriage still alive and strong and happy? It's all about the, it's all about the energy of being able to forgive, and laugh a whole lot. That's right. Um. Hmm. Hang on one second here. I'm just trying to. I guess I gotta call one. Just one second. Mm-hmm. So, hey, everyone, if you guys are just now tuning in, we have a great show for you today here on Parax Radio Network. We're going to be telling you guys the story the history of Valentine's Day, why and where did it come from, how do we get it, and we have some, we also have, I'm going to be sharing some of the 36 questions that will make someone fall in love with you, and also you also can use it to have an absolutely epic conversation, so I'm going to be giving my favorite top 10 of these questions, and I guarantee you're going to have an amazing conversation with who you share these with. So that's all coming up here on Parax Radio. So be sure that you guys like, subscribe, and follow. And we are so grateful that we have such amazing listeners here on Parax Radio. And I want to say from all of us here at Parax, we love you guys, and you guys are awesome. And I'm going to give a shout-out to, to Tammy. Tammy, happy Valentine's Day, Psychic Little T. We miss you, and we're sending you some love for Valentine's Day. Yay! Yay. I, don't, I don't know if Tammy's there or not. <clears throat> ah, there she is. Okay. Um, yeah, I was waiting for Marla to get signed on here. Mm-hmm. So, as always, we are giving live readings here on tonight's show. And the number to call in is 484 326 2804. That's 484-326-2804. And for you listeners out there, we give readings here live on the show. And Psychic Little T and myself also give gives readings privately as well. If you guys are wanting to have a reading, wanting to have some guidance inside your life, needing your dream interpreted, you can give me a call. You can find me on the web at epicgen.com. That's E-P-I-C-J-E-N.com. 
And I'll be more than happy to guide you through whatever it is that you are going through. Right. Talking to Marla. Hi, Marla. Somebody, somebody convinced convinced me. Uh, I don't know about from the office. It convinced me. Oh, you need to clear your cash. So I cleared the cash and um, refreshed, <laughs> and all of a sudden, all my passwords and everything's gone. I can't oh. now. I, I mean, yeah, I can't sign into anything unless I log in, use my username and and password, and you know, it just even even for the um, uh, the Para X the um, the server that allows us to do the show, it wouldn't it wouldn't let me sign in because it you know, what normally has me in memory <laughs> gone because I cleared my cache. Mm. Don't listen to the advice of every geek. There you go. Because they don't tell you that. They just say, clear your cash so all your memory is gone. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be something that we could do that as human beings? Yeah, clear your cash. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> you could watch the same movie over and over again. Just clear your cash. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Well, if that's the case, I would pick the movie. I would pick the movie I saw with. Well, I don't know if I should say a movie. The '68 Elvis comeback because that was the first time I saw it. it was freaking amazing. I seen it. I seen it in the movie theater in the movie theater a few months ago, and I'll still say that was my favorite show I think I've ever watched live. And now they have one about Pavarotti coming out, and I absolutely love opera music. It's in my heart. I love it so much. So I'm so excited to see that one on the big screen. They're making it like a concert. Now, I don't like opera. Oh, my gosh. I don't like opera. However, <laughs> I have perfect pitch. And Pavarotti. Call from plus one, two, one, five, nine, four, one, four, five, two, three. Is that somebody calling me? Hang on a second. Call from. Hello. Wanda. Wanda. Press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Oh, really? Wanda? Yes. Hi, Wanda. Happy Valentine's Day, Wanda. Welcome to the show. You're you're on the air, Wanda. Yes, I was calling to speak to the psychic. You you got her. That's um that's uh, Jennifer. She's on with us. Hey there, Wanda. Oh, hi. Thanks. My name is Wanda. My date of birth is 8-27-78. I'm calling about this guy named Macau. I want to know how he feel about me and is we going to be together. Okay. Wanda, tell, tell me your birthday one more time, please. 8-27-78. And tell me this gentleman's name one more time. Cow. Kyle? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wanda, the, the very first energy that I feel off off this, the very first energy that I sense is there's been a disconnection between you and him, and it looks like it's been for quite a while. This relationship looks like it's been off and on, and I don't even know if I want to technically call it a relationship because there's been a lot of worry inside your mind and worry with your heart. You love them. You care about them. 
they have all of your thoughts. They've completely occupied your mind in the morning, in the night, while you're eating. But I don't see at the present time you're happy with him. There's worry. I do, I, do, I do sense that they do care about you very much. But I can't help but sense, Wanda, that there, this man has another, there's another relationship around him. It doesn't look like it's ended yet. How long do you know this man? Almost six years in July. Mm-hmm. And are you aware that there is another relationship around him? No. The energy of you can being concerned about another relationship is very high. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because what I'm picking up on, I don't see that this man has been completely sincere with you. And this is what you're worried about. You and him have a yes. good deep connection with each other. But there's one, there's an energy what's missing here. And we talked about this earlier on the show. Is there needs to be some forgiveness between the both of you. You guys need to do some forgiveness to each other because the trust is very broken. You are constantly questioning everything he says or does. Have you noticed that? Yes. And he hasn't called you today, has he? I questioned him because I asked him, did he notice certain woman? And he told me no, but I suspect he do know her. Mm -hmm. I do see through your spirit there was another woman around him. And I do see... That he does love you. And this other woman, this is this relation. You have a lot more power in this relationship than what you're allowing yourself. Wanda, you are concentrating on all the negative parts of your relationship and that you're doing this subconsciously without realizing it. And you've been doing a lot of complaining. I'm sorry, but I'm going to tell you exactly what I sense. You've been doing a lot of complaining. And when I see this, I see that. It's time for it's it's the time of a of a I'm sorry, it's a time of a new cycle that's happening in your life. And I see that this is a time for relationships to begin. So what my advice for you, what I see for your spirit, is you have you have to do some forgiveness. You have to forgive him and you have to trust in love. Because the more you doubt, the more doubt will come. This man loves you and cares about you. But you question his love almost continuously, whether you realize it or not. And that is a turnoff. Trust when he comes home to you. Trust when he calls you. Trust when he looks for you. Trust when he's worried about you. And things are going to get a lot better for you. And I see in the next six weeks, you and him is going to be getting along the most best you ever have been. I also will say there, there is definitely a lot of negative energy where I sense there's some jealousy around this relationship. And do your best not to listen to all the gossip around you. Listen to your heart and your instinct. Okay. Wanda, take what I told you to your heart. And privately after the show, after after about 7.30, if you like, go ahead and call me. Because there's some private things I want to tell you that I don't want to share on the air. Um, to give you some advice okay. personally. Because there is, there's a little bit more going on than what than what we said just on the air. Okay? Okay. Thank you Thank you so much for calling in, Wanda. Okay. Thank you, Wanda. Okay, bye. Thank you. Well, that was Wanda. Uh, she's um, 
evidently having some concerns about a love interest. And you're right. You're right. That uh, constant questions and um, men don't like to be cornered. But, you know, women don't like to be cornered either. Well, um, I'm going to say it now to the listeners. One of the things I wanted to say, and Wanda, I hope you're listening. God God says something inside the Bible, and it's, and it's so very true. A nagging wife is just as disgusting as dog vomit. And the second one, a man is better off in the desert with no food or water than living in a house with a nagging wife. Wow. So. Yeah, it's powerful. So, ladies, be you got to be observant because we like to talk a lot. <laughs> we like to talk a lot. We like to feel a lot. But if you are repeating a lot of things and you catch yourself, be aware of it. So, I'll tell you what 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 made my breakthrough happen. This was quite some years ago back. I was working um there's an amazing book called The Love Dare. And if you are going through a troubled relationship, I advise you to definitely pick this book up. I was a part of this project, and they turned it into a movie called, um, ooh, I want to say it's Firewall. It's an old, it's a, um, it's not a really high production movie. Fireproof, that's the name of it. And a very, it's a 40-day challenge. And it's not to change your partner if you're having trouble, but it's to change you. And one of the first day, page one, first day challenge, today, do your absolute best not to complain at all and don't say anything negative. Rock, you know how many days it took me to get that one, past that one? <laughs> <laughs> it took me about five days, and then I realized, I said, oh, my goodness, I, I don't want to hear, I don't like the sound of my own voice, that, how that's coming out. And, and ladies also... If one of it is you curse your relationship and you curse your marriage yourself when you argue inside the morning, when you argue in the morning, you are cursing your relationship, you're cursing your marriage yourself. So, ladies, that's definitely where you don't want to start off your morning. Start off with an argument. Start off with with some positive energy of love. And if you don't have nothing nice to say, especially today, don't say anything. But in just a little bit coming up, I'm going to tell you guys some questions that you guys could have that epic conversation, make it all better. So, Wanda, I hope you're listening, still listening in, Wanda. Do you agree with that, Shock? You being a guy, I'm just, I, you know, I'm just, um, you know, wondering like <clears throat> how you remember the, the verses in the Bible. Um, you know where this comes from. <laughs> I can't. I can't quote the verse. Um, my, I, I had one of my very, very dear friends, um, and her name. You're gonna get a kick. Her name was Babalu. Um, she Bobaloo. would Babalu. Her job was she just do Bible study, and that's what she would teach. And out of most of the things she shared with me, and she shared it for myself and for you know our marriage at the time in. It never, it never left my brain. I remember. I will. I think it just kind of burned in my brain. Wow. Wait a minute. Did we lose you? What? Wait a minute. What happened here? Hold on, folks. Are you there? Hello. 
Reconnecting, there's a poor network connection. Lovely. Now all of a sudden my internet is um, not working. Uh, give me a sec, folks. Okay, let me close that. Jennifer? All right, I'm going to hang up and try and call her back. Let's try and call Jen back, shall we? Come on, Jen. Huh, well, you know, it could be, yeah. All right, let me, um, Jen, oh, Jen isn't online, yeah. That probably, or it was her network, not mine. Jen? That's true. Oh, well, we'll just, um, let me see. I'll do a little dance. Da, 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 da. No, that won't work. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you, while we're waiting for Jen to get her internet back. Oh. Call from Jennifer. Okay. Call Let, from. Let's try it this way. Jennifer Green. Hi, Jennifer Green. Well, hi there, Rock at ParaXRadioNetwork.com. <laughs> Are you calling to talk with Jen? <laughs> What happened to your I, internet? I am. What happened to your internet? Um, my, I think the Wi-Fi gods might might have got a little upset with what I said about <laughs> the ladies, and um, it kicked me off. So I'm waiting for it to come back on. And I said, let me let me try to call on our number that you guys can remember four four three two six twenty eight four. Wow. Yep. Do you think that do you think the, the the female Wi-Fi gods may have gotten a little? I don't know. You might have you <laughs> might have angered somebody. No, the reason I was um, you know talking about you know what you were saying <coughs> was that well, we'll go to the King James version because in Proverbs twenty one nineteen it says it is better to dwell in the wilderness. Than with a contentious and angry woman. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty close. That's pretty good memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard it once, and it it always stood inside my. Who was it that said, um, "Hell hath no fury as a woman scorned," mm-hmm. or "Hell hath seen no fury <laughs> than a woman scorned"? Oh yeah, I mean, there's some there's some vicious people out there. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good, though. I mean, you just, you know, just like popping that out, and it seemed to yeah. be something that fit. The Wi-Fi gods, I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me some good signal. Uh, but it is true. So after I heard that, um, I it gave, me a, it gave me a different set of eyes and ears. It gave me a complex. So ladies, I'm, it's a good complex. It's not a bad one. And I want to say, any any females who is out questioning their their man, 
you know, questioning their faith and trust. I want to say this as well. As I've done, I've been doing what I've been doing for a really, really long time. I grew up in what I'm doing. And if you look, if you keep looking for, for, if you keep hunting for a problem, if you keep hunting for something, I promise the devil will give it to you. If you keep hunting for something that could be so very innocent through your eyes, can look absolutely horrific so Mm. so i also say that too so when don't you don't want to question your partner's love man or woman because it's it's not a good feeling this is true can't believe my throat is so dry hey i think now's a good time you know, we talk about Valentine's Day, where it came from. St. Valentine's Day was actually named in honor of a guy named Bishop Valentine who opposed the Roman emperor's proclamation forbidding marriage. Valentine encouraged those men under his influence to send letters of intent to those they wished to marry. He would pay the ultimate price by being executed in A.D. 270, but not without leaving a legacy upholding the institution of marriage. And we can learn a lesson from Bishop Valentine. We would do well to revisit history, to learn what the devil has covered up. Reverend John H. James, an English nonconformist clergyman and a writer of early 19th century, wrote, quote, A very great portion of the misery and of the crime with which society is depraved and afflicted as a result of ill-informed marriages. And that's where St. Valentine's Day came from, from someone standing up for the institution of marriage. Did I lose you? Don't tell me she lost her phone, too. Jen? Jen? You're, are you on Skype? I don't, I can't hear you. Oh, what is this? Wi-Fi gods, I'm so sorry. St. Valentine, I'm super sorry. 
I I send nothing but love to everyone <laughs> and positive vibes. <laughs> yeah, well, you were you were confusing me because I have Skype on my phone too, and I didn't know where you were calling from—the phone, the computer, the Skype—or all I hear well, is the, it's the same tone going on. I'm saying, "Where are you?" I I could hear you, but you couldn't hear me. Right, I know. Odd. So I, I said, oh, "I'm sorry yeah. to say Valentine's." So I, I think I'm good now. I think I cleared myself. Okay. So I thought um, that was, uh, so I did think that was really amazing about St. Valentine. I actually think it's really beautiful that there was someone who decided just to, to, to speak for love and marriage. Right. Okay. Janet, um, Marla writes, St. Valentine made friends with a jailer's daughter while he was incarcerated. And before he was put to death, he left her a note. According to legend, St. Valentine signed a letter from your Valentine to his jailer's daughter, whom he had befriended and healed from blindness. Wow. Wow, I didn't see that coming. No. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I'm, I'm, you know, I... You wonder about healings, and I, I know that it's possible, but I didn't think wearing orthopedic shoes would help, but I stand corrected. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so so much, uh, you know. Hey, what about you? Any any love in your future? Is there... Well, Rock, if I could, I wish I had the power to give a reading to myself. I would be happy to know those things. Well, I mean, don't forget about the reading. Forget about what do you feel? <laughs> I I absolutely do feel that the universe, God has, everyone has a partner. And I, I know that mine is, is searching for me. So when the time is right, we're going to find each other and it'll just work. Okay. It'll just work. So I'm I'm ready for it. I want a best friend. I want to, I want I want to marry my best friend. So well, I, I want my partner to be my very best friend. My wife is my best friend. Uh, that's what I want. So and so I'm going to keep my standards up. Ladies, you guys do the same thing. You got you got to have someone you could talk to anything with. So I'm excited for it. So if you guys are wondering. Yes, I, there was a time that I was married, and in my in my culture, our marriages are arranged. Um, and I was in a relationship, and it it got contaminated by substance abuse to to a level where I had to choose safety first. And after years of trying to help and solve. Um, there's there's just a time where you just have to pick safety first. It's not really anything else. Um, I I'll say that as well. Yeah, and that could be, you know, it could be drugs, it could be anything, but substance abuse. When you get to the point where you're depending on a substance mm-hmm. and can't do without that substance, um, there's a problem, and it becomes a choice of one or the other. Um, yeah. I understand that, and. <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of people are 
I don't know. I, I guess I'm just not as understanding as society is because I think that we can intellectually see something like that and know that it's destroying lives. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's not because we have a disease. It's because we choose ourselves over all others. Mm-hmm. And that in there lies the error. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of girls and there, there's some guys too. Cause I know some girls that do it. There's a lot of girls that stays, that stays in abusive marriages. And I have a girl that, um, very, very dear friend of mine stood in a 10 year relationship and she was severely, she would receive beatings from her partner continuously. He was just obsessively jealous over her. And for the sake of her children, she, she wrote it out for 10 years. And the last time he hit her, he hit her so hard, she passed out. And she, when she revived and she woke up from being passed out, he, she was, he kicked her inside her ribs. Wow. And at that very single moment, she decided she had enough. All right. Well, there's a perfect example of what you just said. Mm-hmm. And I posted it on Facebook. This football player, if I were to, to punch a woman outside an elevator and begin kicking her while she's down, or if, um, you know, my brother did it, or if Bob the plumber did it, you, or if uh, Joe the executive did it, we would be locked up and put away for years. But mm-hmm. if you're a talented football player, you get to sign a million-dollar contract with another football team because it's all about forgiving. That made me so ill, that whole story about that, that football player. I haven't heard that story yet. Oh, yeah. That's already a bad story. That's Anybody in the chat room hear about that that want to comment? I did not hear that story. Um, yeah, so girls, if that, that's what happened, he, he woke she, my. Um, she revived herself. She woke up, and as she was waking up, he he kicked her. He was kicking her and kicked her inside her kidney. Um, and then she decided, "I've had enough." She said, I, "I feel if I stay any longer, I'm I'm gonna die." So there's times we have to just choose safety first. That's why I said safety first. There's just some decisions. It's not about anything else after that. Safety should come first. No one no one should be abused. And if someone's listening in, no one deserves to be abused. No. It's just not right. And if you if you want to hit your if you want to hit the person you love, you might not be in love with them because you don't you don't want to hurt someone you love. If you love them, you want to make them smile. Why do you want to hurt somebody anyway? Yeah. But, you know, at at five five o'clock in traffic, you might get a little road rage, but, you know, you don't mean it. It'll pass after you get through traffic. I get get road rage (laughs) with a shopping cart behind somebody at Giant Foods. (laughs) But it doesn't last. So... Absolutely. If you guys, if, if anyone is listening and guys or girls, if, if you want to cause pain to your partner, you may need to question where you're at because that's not right. Yeah, the football player's name was Hunt. And the Cleveland Browns signed him to a $1 million contract. 
and they're they're claiming it's not football motivated. It has nothing to do with the millions of dollars in revenue he'll bring into the stadium. 72 days after the event and his suspension, they're supporting a second chance to make him a better person. Would they have done that for Plumber Bob or Joe the Executive or me had we on video punching and kicking a woman? Oh, wow. Absolutely not. Right, because we're not football players. That's what made me sick. What a joke. What an absolute joke. At the end, we are, at the end of the day, we are all human beings. And that's, that's just not, that's not, there's no justice to that. It's not an example. So karma comes, I'm going to kind of, you know, put my two cents in that rock. Karma, karma does, karma is real. And what you give out is what you will receive. There's a delayed effect in it. But just know, you know, that's where the word do unto others how you would to yourself. If you feel you want to hurt the person you love, you may want to, you may need to question if you truly love them. You and can't. there is. A, how, how could you, you can't want to hurt somebody physically, beat them and claim to love them. Mm-mm. No, it is. It's, it's you're not. This is not a a, a child. Where where there's some discipline. This is your. This is your your partner. Right. This is mm-mm. unless you play football, then all is forgiven. If you're an NFL star, <laughs> it makes me sick. Yeah. Yep. There was some there there's that's not the first story. There's been some stories like that with musicians. I want to say Chris Brown was one of them. Chris Brown and Rihanna, if I'm not mistaken. And um there was some charges against him, but at the end of the day, he just was uh, ended up being free and clear because of who who he was. Yep. Yep. Not not good. If you guys um want to go ahead and call in, we're we're ready to take your calls. Or share inside the chat room something. So, Rock, before I give give out some of the questions, I also wanted to maybe um, um, just comment one thing about online dating. Um, that seems to be uh, what is most popular right now. And there are some red flags that I want to remind. And this is not just for online dating. This is for relationships. If you guys or girls, if you're in a, in a relationship and it is just by phone for whatever reason, there are some red flags you need to be cautious of. If you're, if you're partner in today's society, FaceTime is real popular. If you're speaking to someone and they don't FaceTime you, they only call you at a certain hour if they ask for some money. These are red flags, you guys. And unfortunately, they're, they're enough where you need to be concerned. So uh, I have some clients that's been involved in these kind of relationships, and they get stuck in it for so long without realizing it. Um, they're 
is some people who just want to have a, a, a conversational once in a while phone or text message relationship. And if they won't give, tell you where they are or give you their address or ever see them or give you an excuse every time that you want to see them, you may want to question that because, remember, if this person tells you, oh, I love you and I miss you I, and I need to see you, but they never do, I think that's definitely a red flag for you to be concerned of. So I want to say that. Okay, you had, um, what, what did you have, like, um, you wanted to read 10 points of 35? Um, yes. My, um, I have 10 questions here. I chose 10 out of the 36 secret questions that uh, I felt was most, um, that I think are most powerful. Okay, now, that said... <laughs> Let me bring back up this. We're going to do a commercial break and get everybody ready to listen to 10 of those points. And we'll be right back. Don't go away. Sometimes good intentions aren't good enough. And we need a little help to make it through the workday. Some people pray. Others put their noses to the grindstone. But now you can take a different path and resolve workplace issues in a magical way. From the author of the Ghost of Hollywood series, Workplace Spells, Everyday Magic on the Job, by leading author, Marla Brooks. This easy-to-follow magical spell book will help you get past those pesky job-related hurdles. Whether you're new to the craft or a seasoned practitioner, you can make magic happen. Workplace Spells, Everyday Magic on the Job by Marla Brooks would make a great gift. Ask for it at your local bookstore or order online through SchifferBooks.com, Barnes & Noble, or Amazon.com. Workplace Spells, Everyday Magic on the Job by Marla Brooks. Order your copy today. It's double the cauldron, double the fun. Ferrex brings you back-to-back hours of Stirring the Cauldron with Marla Brooks. First, at 8 p.m., Para-X digs into the vault to bring you an encore edition of Stirring the Cauldron. That's 10 years worth of amazing guests, interesting subjects, and all the fun from your favorite show. Then at 9 p.m., Para-X presents an all-new hour of Stirring the Cauldron as Marla explores the paranormal realm with brand new topics and all new guests. It's double the cauldron, double the fun, as Para-X presents back-to-back hours of Stirring the Cauldron with Marla Brooks. And it all begins 8 p.m. Thursday, right here on the Para-X Radio Network. And tonight, a stirring the cauldron valentine. You've heard of magical? Well, this is tragical Hollywood love stories with Scott Michaels. Tonight, 8 to 10 p.m., two hours on Para-X.com. From Haunted Road Media comes an exciting new novel by author Marla Brooks. Soul Connection, a deadly obsession. Two lost souls, ripped apart by murder in another century, find each other again in the present, only to discover that the murderer has followed them through time. Can their love save them, or will history repeat itself? Find out in this captivating new novel by Marla Brooks, Soul Connection, A Deadly Obsession. Available now on Amazon.com 
and at barnesandnoble.com. Johnny, you've been sitting by that radio all day. Not now, Trixie. Can't you see I'm busy? Yeah, I see you ain't paying any attention to me. Oh, I'm paying attention, all right. Paying attention to your whining while I've been waiting for Rock with the Shock to start. Rock with the Shock? What's that got that I ain't got? What's it got? Rock with the Shock has lots and lots of oldies. Who needs oldies? Your mother pops in all the time, and you don't get much older than that. Hey, hey, leave my sainted mother out of this, around. Come on, when's it start? What time does it come on, huh, Johnny, huh? Trixie, right now I'm only trying to figure out when it's gonna end. What, Johnny? The show? You're whining, Trixie. You're whining. Rock with the Shock, 24 hours a day, every day, with a live broadcast every Friday and Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Rock with the Shock Radio Network. And we're back the journey into the light, Chapter 2, with your host tonight, the only host we've got, Nashville's astrologer, Jennifer Green. Hey, y'all. Jennifer Green here. And I'm about to give you guys my favorite top 10 out of 36 questions to make someone fall in love with you. And if it is not, you could not just use these on your partner, but you could use them with this with your friends, your brother, your mom, your sister, because it brings out the most best conversation because it gives you no choice but to stop and think. So they're called the secret questions. Now, before you start, I just I want to go out on a limb. (laughs) A question for a guy would probably not be, can you cook? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. I just wanted to set the you know the premise here. <laughs> we're setting some ground, <laughs> so we're also going to tell you what not to do. But if the guy comes in with the tuxedo, the tuxedo effect, the uniform effect, you guys, that's powerful. So it worked for Rock. It may work for you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to go ahead and get into it. So these uh, here are um, the questions. So these are, like I said, these questions are to make you think. So not just one of them. It's a combination. So so you want to bring them up. You want to say, hey, have you ever had the secret questions before? And they're going to say no. So I said, so let's go ahead and try them out together. So here they go. So the first one, um, and me and Rock may, may go through them, you guys. So this is someone you want to have a better conversation with. You'll ask them, so Rock. What is one of the greatest accomplishments in your life? Now, as you see, he's paused, you guys. So what's happening, right? He has to actually stop and think for, think and consider. So this is why these questions will get to your mind because you have to stop and think for a minute so you can answer, which in today's world, we really need to stop and reflect in ourselves. So you guys will go back and forth. Well, I I think, you know, my, my first response would be to say, my marriage, my wife, and my family, but is that really my accomplishment or is that a gift given to me? Ah, depends on, ah, it depends on your perspective. There was that pause. Ah. There was the pause. It's, <laughs> it's how you, I, I think it's an absolute gift. Yeah, me too. But uh, I do know one of Rock's secret talents, you guys. This man does a hundred and some voices. Just, just for one of his talents. <laughs> um, uh, the so you never one, know who you're with, right? I'm sorry? So you never know who you're with. 
it's always keeping it exciting. Can you imagine going to a movie theater and suddenly I change into, <laughs> come with me and we go grab Gabunya hug, no? Fui. Number two. What would a perfect day look like for you? A perfect day right now would be a nice, easy sunshine on an empty beach with the blue crystal waters and the waves gently lapping up and down on a palm-strewn beach, palm trees, an umbrella, and just us. And that sounds awesome. The next one. And this this one's kind of this one's kind of a little strange. Uh so rock before and you guys I hope you guys are all of you guys out there take notes of these because even though they may seem real common and it's not really that, you know, intense or weird, but it's the combination of them because you're going for the conversation. Um so rock would you like to be famous? And if so, why? Although you are famous already, a lot of people already know you. But that's my question. No, I would not like to be world famous because then you lose all your privacy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've seen too many too many stories of the Pavarazzi or the paparazzi and what they can do to people. And I think that each one of us as non-famous people should be given a camera and the address of every paparazzi photographer and spend 24 hours a day flashing in their faces, following them around. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay. Um, and because you are a comedian, uh, I, the one I'm, I picked out, what, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Um, people's challenges. Like in their health? Health challenges, whatever challenge they're facing, physically or mentally, that's not their doing. That's very difficult for them or even possible for them to ever overcome. That is not a joking matter. Okay. So the next one. When is the last time you sang to yourself or in front of someone? This and morning. What song was it? <laughs> this morning. <laughs> I sang no, this actually, morning too. <laughs> actually, the, uh, the, uh, my great-granddaughter comes and stays with us a couple nights a week. And she was having nightmares, so I began singing to her a lullaby. Oh. Yeah. So you want to share the song you sang, Rock? No. <laughs> no. So I sang a song to my baby this morning, and hush. I gave her her Valentine, and so that was my song. I, I I sang her the very old version of Barney. I love you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you love me. Well, I was singing <laughs> "Hush, little baby, don't you cry." Oh, that Pop is a good Pops. one. Pop Pop's gonna sing you a lullaby, and then she started with. Grandpa Shark, do 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 do. That that is a contagious song. <laughs> All right, we got five four minutes left. Okay, um, I'm going to give you guys out some more. So go and get get your pens. Uh, next one is: 
what do you most value in a friendship? So when you guys are asking these questions, you say it and both of you must respond. That That's the whole thing. Um, the next one I'm going to pick, uh, you would ask, make, make three true statements, for instance, that we both have in common right now. So whatever is going on in the present moment. Um, another one I'm going to pick out, um, when did the last time you cry in front of another person or by yourself? Next one, this, and this is, this is where it gets a little bit more personal in love. Tell me something that you already like about me right now. And you guys both do it to each other. So if you kind of see what's going on here, you guys, you're building so much rapport. And by, by the end of these questions and the end of dinner or wherever you guys are at, you're going to know if you like this person, if you enjoy their mind, or if you don't. Because if you, if you cannot have a conversation with someone, the chances of you having a relationship probably not be that good. Probably may not be that very good. Um, so uh, I'm going to pick out two more. Um, and this is where it starts getting a little bit more, more in depth. So this, this one's a really deep one. I'm picking out a deep conversation. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing and why? Another one is share a personal problem with me and I have to try to give you some advice on it. So remember, these are, say, hey, have you ever had the secret questions? And they'll say no. And these are the questions. So you could say you heard it here on pararxradionetwork.com. Or you could say you just got them out of a magazine. I have gotten these questions. I've done some, I've helped some people in some government things. And this is where I got this from. And they are real. And they do work. It intrigues and stimulates the mind of your of your partner. Which the other person should do for you anyway. Absolutely. <clears throat> that is that is one of the secrets of getting of having a successful relationship. Just like you have to have three things to keep a fire: heat, fuel, and oxygen. You need three things in a relationship successful to make it successful. You have to be in love with the person. You have to love the person. Two different things: love and being in love. And you have to like the person. If you like the person, they stimulate your intellect. And that makes you grow together as a team to become a unit of one. That is the most prolific thing you'll hear me say tonight. It's powerful. So, I, I, give us your information quickly. We got less than forty seconds. I am Jennifer Green, Nashville's astrologer. You can get in touch with me at epicgen.com. That's e p i c j e n dot com. And if you don't have any any internet, then my number is six one five. Nine four four nine seven zero seven. That's six one five nine four four nine seven zero seven. I wish all of you lots of love and peace on this Valentine's Day, and God bless you. 
And I do a show every Friday and Saturday night at www.rockwithashock.com. Oldies, greatest hits of the baby boomer generation. And we do this show every Thursday night from 7 to 8. Stirring the Cauldron is up next. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Tune in again next week from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern for another exciting and unpredictable episode of Journey into the Light, Chapter 2, right here on the Para-X Radio Network.